What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the only sports podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino over there. Howdy How are we doodly. doing today, Casino? We're, we're, we're doing. We're doing things. We're doing things. I, I hit a point of exhaustion last night after I finished my uh, shift at work. I was closing out uh, the drawer and everything in the office and doing all the paperwork. I fell asleep. <laughs> at work? Yeah. What? Yeah, How does yeah. That I, happen? I don't know. Like I was, at the desk? Yeah, at the desk. Like everything's locked up, front doors locked, side doors locked, lights are all off. I was doing paperwork, just me at the place. And yeah, I fell asleep. Hmm. I mean, stripping does that to you. Most people don't know this, but that's uh, what Casino's job is. He actually walked away from the computer, so and this uh, just in, I just locked the wife in, in the bedroom on accident. Whoa, yeah. kinky. Yeah, it is. Locked her in what? Just the bedroom. Oops. We have these childproof oh. ones. So we don't have, we have like the actual <laughs> latches, not the knobs. So we have like these little bars that come over the, the latchy. And well, well, whatever. Lever, whatever. <laughs> and uh, yeah, now she's mad. <laughs> she's correcting me. <laughs> um, and yeah. I was just in there to get the TV stuff, and uh, out of habit, I came out and I locked her in. That was great. <laughs> uh, speaking of, <laughs> but great yes, I did fall asleep. Know. I did fall asleep at work, and it was grand. I'm surprised I woke up. Uh, well, we are glad you are here, uh, but also I think you can be forgiven because you have a new child. So, oh that, yeah, and and, and then, that like. Or, uh, new kid exhaustion it just hits different oh yeah and uh it, it, it does and he's been cluster feeding lately um luckily though last on night you he or was... her yeah there it is um <laughs> you can milk a cat you can milk anything <laughs> right um yeah um and then the reason we didn't have a second podcast episode last week is because my daughter fell um, I did not beat her. She did fall and she uh, broke her clavicle, aka collarbone. She's fine. It wasn't a. It was a hairline. It wasn't clean through. It wasn't displaced. She's okay. She's over there yelling at mom. So everything's all good. She's just in a sling <laughs> for the next like four weeks, and it should be healed in six weeks. The doctor just said no more. Michaela is jumping on the bed. Yeah, that's that's, that's all he said. I get it. Like the song. Cas- Casino, like the song. Yeah. The monkey song. Just, oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, this is a song? Huh. <laughs> yeah. okay. uh, but uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, personal life, you're exhausted. Your child's injured. I got shit going on over here. But in the football world, what a week for you and I. I mean... Your, let's start uh, before we get into the topics. Your Patriots Casino, you reverse jinxed them in the I don't, pick. I don't know. Do your victory lap because this was. Uh, I don't want to get up. <laughs> uh, do your verbal victory la- uh, lap. <laughs> that was me running so fast. That was the wind behind me. <laughs> But how good did it feel? Uh, how long did your phone uh, last? Did you have to 
it was great, oh, no. but I hated it at the same time. I was just laughing about it the entire time, <laughs> the fact that they won. Um, because I'm wanting to tank because I want a better quarterback. We finally got some pieces back in defense. Um, they they did well, you know. But I, I didn't um, – shout out to my boy Victor here. I, I did put in our Patriot group chat. I was like, when we were up two touchdowns, I was like, ah, oh, they're going to blow this. And <laughs> – Sure enough, they came very close to doing so. Very, very close. Um, yeah, and that, that made me smile because I thought I, I thought I called it. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, but I will say our picks this week uh, a little rough. A little rough from the standpoint. Well, I think of... it was a little rough for everybody. This was a this season of football is 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 quite wonky. Dude, it is hard to pick games. I mean, you had that one stellar week where you picked that like thirteen, that thirteen 14. winner, thirteen. Yeah, I don't think I've, I've got a, I've got a also, mark. I know. <laughs> and then we had one week where we both went for ten, but other than that, we have had a bunch of weeks of eight, and this is actually our worst week on the books. Uh, we Oof. only got so one would the... say we did not cook the books. No books were cooked unless we overcooked them, and now you can't even tell they are a book because. So I uh, had five a week where oh God, I did picked... I have four. No, you had a week where you picked six correctly. And we would have been six and six, but I reverse jinxed the Eagles and it worked out perfectly because I would rather a dominating performance than uh, ah. uh, lose a pick. Uh, but yeah, uh, just this week alone, 49ers lose. Uh, let's see. Bills lose. Lions lose. Uh, commanders lose. That was that felt like also a layup pick. Those are all the picks we had similar that just did not pan out. Uh, but Casino, are you ready to dive into the topics of the week? Yes, sure. Would you rather sure. go one to five or five to one? Ooh, one to five. Let's get the bulk out of the way first. Yeah, let's get the good stuff out of the way. And speaking of I don't know if it's the good stuff, let's just the bulk stuff. Just get it out of the way. (laughs) Uh, This is the, so I have five topics of the week casino that I thought were uh, topical for this week specifically. And the first topic is we're going to talk about a lot of those uh, good teams that either won or lost. Uh, So my question is, is anyone good? Is there literally an elite team? Uh, heading into week eight we have the contenders and the games we're going to talk about lions ravens chiefs uh chiefs bills niners jaguars are any of those teams good any of them elites oh man i mean sure we go them all um you have lions on here twice i know because it was supposed to be chiefs chargers but I did a typo, but let's talk about uh, the biggest probably hit to the casino cred, which is a new toy, a new term. I'm a new toy podcast. <laughs> uh, Goodness, wait, <laughs> the casino cred took a giant hit with your Super Bowl pick 
Detroit Lions just getting, getting routed. Route, and that is an understatement. I mean, just the blowout of all blowouts, 38 to 6. How does this happen, Casino? Are the Ravens that good, or was it just an off week for the Lions? No, see, we know that the Ravens are good. We've talked about the Ravens being good. They're, they've got some health back to them. Um, ah. uh, their run game is is absolutely phenomenal. And here here she comes to wreck the dough. Ah, and Okay. And as For those viewers who aren't watching, I'm just being smacked in the face with a remote control. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'll let you continue first while I uh, get makeup on, me on TV. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's go through this. Uh, let's go through this Ravens Lions game right here. Lamar Jackson. As soon, no, hold on, hold on. As soon as I hit the mute button, as soon as I hit the mute button, she starts whispering. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> um, but Lamar Jackson, 21 for 27, 357 yards, three touchdowns, also had uh, nine carries, 36 yards, one touchdown uh, running as well. So a four-touchdown performance. Lions, on the other hand, Goff didn't have a bad day, didn't have a good day. He kind of just... But again, we talked about this uh, last week. I can't remember what game we mentioned it on, but just 53 pass attempts. Now, obviously, it's that high because they were pretty much playing, trying to play catch up the entire game. Uh, running the ball, they went for 68 yards. Amal Ra- uh, Ross St. Brown had 13 receptions, 102 yards. But right. I really think is- not having Montgomery in there really hurt them. Um, yeah. I think that was a big portion of their game. As soon as he got hurt last week, I was like, ew, this is going to be bad. No, the Ravens are legit. I, 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 I've I, never doubted how good the Ravens were. I doubted how bad the Steelers were. But Lamar Jackson had a stellar passing game. This is his best passing game that I can remember, like recall. Like, yeah. Uh, over 350 yards, three touchdowns, um, 21 for 27. Absolutely out of this world. Well, we also give uh, this Detroit Lions defense a lot of credit with, especially when they were able to contain Mahomes and what they've done in the well, past couple weeks. But in this game, it didn't feel like Lamar Jackson was under pressure. Literally, any drop. Back. No, and, and you know, and that's and that might just be a one-off because I, I do truly think that this Lions defense it's not, it's not, you know, the top three defense in the league, but they have. Definitely gotten better since last year. I know you already have it pulled up. Where they are, where are they at defense right now? Uh, before going into this game, I guess. Um, uh, before going into this game, I do not have it. But uh, after this game, through Week Seven, the Ravens in total defense are number two in the league. Okay, what about so, Lions? I mean, or Lions? Lions in this uh, after this game are still eleventh in the league. But yeah, I believe so I last think they were. Week, te- I they think were like, they were tenth uh, yeah. last week. So I mean, there's still a good defense. This could be just a one-off. This just was. This was just a Lamar Jackson game. He had an absolute stellar, stellar game, man. Um, but see, the most impressive thing. So the Browns are still the number one defense in the league, even because they, they were so, so far ahead. Even after this Colts game, they right. uh, the Ravens still couldn't catch up. But the main difference between all these teams, uh, especially in the top ten. The Ravens are uh, by far 
the team that has allowed the least amount of touchdowns. They've only allowed on defense seven touchdowns. The closest to them would be the 49ers, who are the eighth total defense, who have allowed 10. So they've allowed three less touchdowns than the closest defense to them. And, I mean, even the Browns have allowed double the amount of touchdowns as the Ravens. So that Ravens defense, just talk about bend, don't break, because they'll give up. uh, They're averaging against them 271 yards a game. But, again, they just don't give up touchdowns, only seven. Like, that's that's crazy. Uh, they're, They're stellar. Uh, also with how this season has gone, there's been a new favorite every week, right? Like every yeah. week, a, a new, new favorite to win the Super Bowl. Up. Yeah. It's... Yeah. And this week it's the Ravens. It's the Ravens. So, uh, for who they're playing next week, Casino, do you want to take a guess? Uh, I honestly, I don't know who they're playing. No, I don't. Uh, the Chargers. I don't know. So they're playing the Cardinals who have already played this role of Dallas going into that game with the Cardinals. It was like, Dallas is the best team in the league. They're so great. They're so great. They're shutting everybody out. And then they lose to the Cardinals. Chances the Cardinals do it again uh, and beat this Ravens team coming off a week of everyone hyping up the Ravens as the best team in the NFL. Zero. (laughs) None. Zero. And if if it – no, and if it happens, if it happens, I am done calling picks. You just automatically <laughs> win for the rest of the season. Um, so, so who is good? Um, who is good? Who is elite? Is blah blah blah. I, I don't know if there's any elite teams really out there. I think there's just a lot of really good teams because, like, even like the Chiefs, they have struggled um, outside of Kelsey. They have struggled. So, going off that list with the, we're talking about the Lions, Ravens right now. Both really good teams. I think the Lions defense just had a little bit of a oof kind of day, and Goff just had struggle against this number, you know, this awesome number two defense in the league, Ravens. And Lamar Jackson just absolutely went off. He had one of his best passing games of his career. So uh, that's where I'm at with that. I just think they're both good teams, um, and Ravens just routed them. It just happens sometimes. Yeah. Um, that That's where I'm at with them. So, Moving on, let's go to the Chiefs and Chargers. Oh, Ugh. man. Can I, we, can we finally stop trying to act like the Chargers are ever going to be a thing? No, yeah, I'm done. Stop? The Chargers themselves are bad. I, I will have a take, though, on Herbert. Herbert has no help. Like I, It's almost like the Justin Fields thing where I think Herbert's actually a decent quarterback, but he, the Chargers are the worst place for him. He was he's, it, The Chargers are horrible. I mean, Phillip Rivers even, man. I like Phillip Rivers. I feel like this is kind of the same situation. Herbert needs out of there. I know he didn't have the best day. Um, He actually had a really bad day. But the only bit of success that this Chargers team has is through Justin Herbert. Like, their run game, nothing. Like, I just – they're not that good of a game. A good of a team. Chargers are their – yeah, Justin Herbert is their only real player, in my opinion. That I am so that I'm going to do the opposite, where I am so over the Justin Herbert hype, the Justin Herbert just like 
every guy who is quote unquote a football expert will not stop giving blowjobs to Justin Herbert and just be like, no, 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 you don't understand. He doesn't have this. He doesn't have that. It's he's actually the best. And it's just like he never wins. But then it's just like all excuses. And then Brock Purdy has one bad game against the best defense in the league. And then last night had a rough game against a Vikings team that also was lighting up their defense. And it's just like, oh yeah, uh, he won 22 straight games, but this was where he got exposed. It's like, it takes one game for Brock Purdy to be like, see, this is what we taught. This is what we thought he was just like overrated. It's all the Kyle Shanahan system. We got to blow Kyle Shanahan because he also has done nothing. So it's just like Justin Herbert, no matter what he does, he can have the worst game of his career. And it's just like, he doesn't have help. It's his head coach. It's this, it's that. It's like, he's got, you got to wait till the next game. And then Brock Purdy has one bad game and it's like, oh yeah, he's a bust. Why is he still on the 49ers trade for fucking literally anybody else? And Kyle Shanahan will turn the fucking uh, cart guy from target into an all elite passer. And it's just like, I'm, I'm 100% out on Justin Herbert. I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit. I can just keep being told he's this amazing quarterback, except when you watch games and spits on my lip. Except when you watch games and then he and then he throws two interceptions in this one. He doesn't even give them a fighting chance in all these other games. And then it's just like, well, I mean, what are you going to do? It's like, uh, and then it's just like excuse after excuse. I'm over the Herbert hype. I'm done. He's I'm done. Let me I'm ask you this. Let me ask you this. So you're over the you're Herbert. Hype. Okay. So, okay. I get yeah. it. I get it. Okay. You're over the Herbert hype. Yes. Are you over the Sherbert hype? <laughs> uh i've actually never liked sherbert what sherbert herbert i'm off both <laughs> i'm off both bandwagons you All can't right. get me on uh but All that right, being said on. casino if the chiefs and ravens played right now let's just say it's never going to happen but it would ravens. be a neutral field you're ravens. taking ravens i am okay I do think if you just go through all the AFC teams, especially the ones like leading their divisions, you have Jacksonville, Miami, Baltimore, and then the Chiefs we just talked about. The uh, Jacksonville, I don't think they've beaten the Chiefs with Mahomes. Isn't he like 3-0 and against the Jaguars or something like that? But the Ravens really do feel like the team where it's just like when they play the Chiefs, I feel like they have the best shot to beat them obviously over right because really all the chiefs have right now i mean they have a struggling number two no struggling number three wide receivers like they're their receiving core is not a not the best of the best out there they're good but they're not the best best but that's why travis kelsey is having they're only good as travis kelsey is having a good game yeah well and then uh i'm gonna put my daughter down for a nap so continue on that yeah, apparently every game uh, uh, Taylor Swift goes to, it like doubles the production of Travis Kelsey, which is just one of those weird stats where you're like, how is this possible? But in terms of the Chiefs, uh, oh, the Chiefs and Jags did play earlier in this season. The Chiefs beat the Jags. So they lost by one to the Lions. Then they have beaten the Jaguars, which is an impressive win. So they've beaten the Bears. 
uh, and the Jets, which as an Eagles fan beat that Jets team. I mean, that was probably one of Mahomes' worst games, and they still squeaked it out. So props to them. They beat this Viking. They beat the Vikings team. We'll talk about. And then they beat the Broncos and Chargers. So they play the Broncos again. So they're going to be 7-1. and one. I don't think there's a snowball's chance in hell. I will say 0% that this Broncos team beats this Chiefs team. And then they get in a stretch where it's, I guess, gets a little dicey. But again, not really. Like, they play... The Dolphins, who we just saw, and we're going to talk about when Casino gets back. Then they play the Eagles, which should be a great game. And then they play Raiders, Packers, Bills, Patriots, Raiders, Bengals, Chargers. So out of those games, I mean, what? They might lose potentially the Bengals, the Bills, uh, the Eagles, and Dolphins. I don't think there's a chance they lose any of the other games unless it's a weird fluky one. So at this moment, like, I mean, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are six and one, the Ravens are five and two. And when it comes to the Chiefs' schedule, it besides the Dolphins, Eagles, and maybe Bills, Bengals games, like, they should go undefeated for the rest of the season, unless again, they have that fluky once a year like game they lose like they lost to the Colts last year where you're like how the fuck did the Colts beat the Chiefs but besides that casino I mean when it comes to the Ravens schedule they have uh obviously a way way tougher division than what the Chiefs have to deal with where I don't think they have a chance to lose any of the games in their division so they're gonna go undefeated uh Ravens go against Cardinals Seahawks Browns Bengals uh Chargers Rams Jaguars 49ers Dolphins Steelers like that is a murderer's row yeah that that that, that's pretty that's pretty tough as you can see I've got one child here doing the whole (laughs) thing here baby doll Jesus no no this is a bit that's a that's a live that's a real live baby right there this is a real Uh, live baby (laughs) but today he's six weeks old yeah congrats little baby Congrats on being six six weeks old. Uh, speaking of six weeks old, Casino, there's no transition there. Uh, next up, <laughs> let's, uh, we touched on your Bills Patriots. Uh, we touched Man. on the Patriots side. From what you saw in that game from the Bills, do you think they are overrated, underrated, or just had a bad game? Overrated. I Why so- do you say that? Because you can't just have too many bad games at a time. Like you, you, you get a couple. I mean, we're we're not even halfway through the season here, and you've had three bad games. Like no, like you're you're too up and down. I don't like. They're overrated. Are they a good team when when they're firing on all cylinders? They're the best team in the league. Like they're so good, and they have so much talent. But for some reason, they just like forget how to play football every other week. Yeah. I think and, and like they'll play good against good teams. They'll play really good against good teams. I mean, look what they did to the um uh, uh the Dolphins. Yeah, thank you. Look what they did to the Dolphins, which we'll get to them by the way. But uh, the Bills are good, but again, they're not elite. There's I don't feel like there's an elite team out there. I hope you didn't say the Chiefs are elite because I don't think they are. I missed that segment. I think I think the Chiefs are elite just Boo. from 
what we've seen this season. So Travis Kelsey's elite in the past. No, Travis <laughs> Kelsey's elite. That and Mahomes is elite. That's it. I mean, Ooh. their defense. Well, we also talked. Ooh. I mean, they played. <laughs> they their schedule is very suspect going forward. So we'll. I don't think they're really gonna get. They have like four tough games remaining, and we're only in week eight. So again, I do think they're a product of their schedule. But what team isn't? I mean, the Eagles got to the Super Bowl last year from having a cupcake schedule. So uh, why the Chiefs also got a cupcake schedule after winning the Super Bowl, I don't understand. But again, they're the league's favorite. Why did the Patriots get the the hardest schedule (laughs) when they didn't make the playoffs? Anyway, but so when it comes to when it comes to the Bills, we'll just take out week one for just across the board for every team. I don't, it doesn't matter who cares. Uh, but then it goes to they blew out the Raiders and the Commanders, two teams that look like two in contention for two of the worst teams in the league, right? Yeah, uh, but we'll yeah, get they to beat the, the Patriots and the Patriots ba- beat the Bills. Like, yeah, well, then well, also, well, we doesn't forget, make sense. We forget on Sunday night last week, the Giants probably should have beaten them if the refs would have called a pass interference when pass interference clearly happened. So they almost lost to the Giants last what week. What is a rule? What What is a penalty? What is a penalty? That's a whole segment, fellas. It's a ladies. whole segment. Uh, then they blew out the Dolphins. They lost the next week to the Jaguars, almost lost to the Giants, and then just lost to the Patriots. So, And then they're right up. I mean, we're recording this on Tuesday. Two days from now, they have to play the Buccaneers. And if the Buccaneers beat them, I don't. I wouldn't be shocked. Like, I don't think anybody would be. Like, I do think the Bills are kind of slipping out of that good category into, like you said, like a team where they could pretend they're going to blow out the bad teams. And then when they play the good teams, like, it's going to be close. And then they're probably going to lose at the end. Like... Who knows? Uh, But last team I wanted to talk about, all the way back on last Thursday, Casino, the Jaguars and the uh, the Saints. Oh, we didn't talk How... about the we didn't talk about the Niners. Well, because that is a. Uh... Oh, I skipped right over that. Yeah, yeah you did. You're right. Well, then well, let's well, go. Well, you wrote this out, and you don't even know the plan. Well, let's go Thursday, and then we'll talk Mondays. Right. So with Thursday, the Jaguars beat the Saints. I don't have it pulled up here. Uh, the Jaguars beat the Saints. How legit do you think the Jaguars are? And they won. I think thirty-one they're starting to, to stride. I think they're starting to stride to where we thought they would be at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It, yeah, I mean, they lost what? So the beginning of the season, they had an oops against the Texans. Yeah, that was Week Three, but you know, again, it's the beginning of the season. Um, but they barely lost to the Chiefs. They routed the Falcons, who are, in my opinion, a good team. We'll, we'll get to that segment here coming up. Um, Jaguar, and then the Jaguars beat the Bills the following week. Then they destroy the Colts. Um, so they play the Colts twice, and you know they did what they're supposed to do with those two teams. And then they beat a Saints team that is, you know, yeah. And yeah, I, I like this Jags team. I really think now they're hitting their stride and. Yeah, Lawrence is uh, feeling good about it. I like it. I think uh, the Jags are going to be wrongly overhyped as a legit team when they're all smoke and mirrors. Guess what their – this is my hot take. Guess what their past defense is in the league right now? 31st. 
you nailed it right on the head. They Boom. are thirty first. Were you looking it up? No, I'm not. Oh, I was damn. just I, I was you gonna say thirty second. I was thirty second, but I'm like, eh, it's not. Isn't that? It's not gonna be the thirty second. <laughs> Let's go with the thirty first. That then that was a a great uh, <sighs> pull out of your hat right there because they are thirty first in the league in pass defense. So let's see. We just talked about elite teams in the uh, AFC. Can do the Ravens have a good passing attack? Do the Chiefs have a good passing attack? Do the Dolphins have a good well, pass? Are you kidding me? Well, all th- that's what I'm saying. All three of the, the contenders that you would put right there with this Jaguars team in the AFC have elite passing offenses. So when it comes playoff time and you're playing the Jaguars pass defense that is second worst in the league, only behind the uh, Chargers, how did the Chargers just fare against the Chiefs? Oh, they got blown out by three touchdowns. Like, this Jaguars team, yeah, and this the Jaguars offense, only lost by um, eight to the Chiefs earlier. Like, I, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Your math like, ain't mathing. Like, well, no, so no, so the Chiefs should have won by like four four touchdowns against the Jags. Yeah, but I'm saying from what we've seen from this Jaguars team, their offense has been kind of anemic, and it's kind of like hot or cold. Even in the, against that uh, Saints team, they it was only one touchdown. Trevor Lawrence had less than 100 yards. And then when they do play... Kind of anemic. 37, 31, 25, 23, that's not their passing attack. 31. That's not their passing No, you attack. said offense, though. I mean, their offense has looked has looked anemic, has it not? Their their offense in this game, their leading rusher was Trevor Lawrence with fifty nine yards, and they passed for two hundred and four yards. Yeah, they got thirty one uh, points, but it was also because they got a fumble. I think that didn't they have a fumble recovery or okay, a, so or some a, of that defense is doing what they're supposed to like, do. Yeah, but again, it's against the Saints. It's against the yeah, Saints so. that are now three and four. Like, I don't think the Saints are a good team. So again, like they won by one touchdown against okay, a bad it, team. They might not be a good okay, but still you're saying okay, so they're thirty first, you know, thirty first in passing defense, right? Okay. Yes. The Saints aren't a good team. Fine. But if you're thirty first, you're not making those plays. You're not making pick sixes. Yeah, but also that's Derek Carr. Derek Carr is pick he's pick six king. Did you see also speaking of, did you see that video that went viral after this game where he threw the deep pass like 10 yards out of bounds and then is like screaming at his wide receiver, like freaking out on him as if it was like a catchable ball or something like that? And even the announcers were like, why is Derek Carr so mad at his receiver who literally had like it, it wasn't even a debate of if it was a catchable ball. He threw right, like right. 10, well, 10 yards. So, now, now, so you're calling them frauds. I'm saying they're not frauds. Yeah. So. I don't think, I mean, I think their record right now, there are, what did I just say? They're five and two in the AFC South. You're calling so. them frauds. I'm calling them not frauds. We got too many things to hit. <laughs> we'll move on from here. All right. Now they're going to win Monday. the AFC South. I think oh, they're they, going to walk through the AFC South. Yeah. So. I don't think they win a playoff game. That's my, that's uh, if, especially if it, they go against the Dolphins, Chiefs, or Ravens in the first round, it's done. It's okay, over. Sure. Sure. We'll go with bet that. on huh? it. Bet on it. Oh, it, oh, if you, are you betting on it? Cause if you're going to bet on it, then I'm going to bet on it. Yes. We're betting on it. What do you okay, want to Okay. What are we doing then? 
We'll think Side of bet. it. It's only week seven. No, 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 no. We, I want to know now. Um, no, you're right. Too much workshop. We got to think about <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, Niners uh, Vikings. Um, so I watched every snap of this game. This game was entertaining as all hell. Dude, Obviously, the amount as of turnovers fan. in this game was astounding. <laughs> like it was insane. It was just like to start to start the game with turnover, change of possession, turnover, change of possession. Like wild absolutely wild well especially when the vikings because this whole season the vikings have just been fumble prone and then niners immediately get the interception and you're just like oh no this is going to be one of those games (laughs) and then mccaffrey just uh coughs it up vikings get it back but the play where i was just like okay because it was going into half i believe it was 14 to 10 going into halftime and it was just like okay Maybe, you know, it's starting to turn. And then Kirk Cousins throws a one-on-one ball to the... It wasn't uh, 14 to 10. Going into halftime? What was it going into halftime? It was uh, four- 7 to 16. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. It was 7 to... Yes, no, this is right. It was 7 to 10 going into halftime. And then the Vikings wide receiver really? caught the ball yanked it out of the 49ers defenders hands ran for a touchdown the crowd's going absolutely nuts and then he misses an extra point and that, I was okay well like, that doesn't make sense so I'm, I'm looking at it right here Niners had Niners got a touchdown they didn't score anything in the first they got a touchdown in the second so seven points Minnesota was a touchdown and then they had seven points in the first and nine in the second like I, I what are you looking at what am I looking at they had it was going going into halftime. It was ten to seven. Or How? it was oh, it just it was ten to seven because the uh, and then it would have been it would have been a ten point game, but it was a nine point game at half because the Vikings guy missed a, an extra point. So it was the Vikings scored seven and then a field goal and then another touchdown and missed an extra point. Oh, so going into half, I was okay. Going into half, it was sixteen to seven. But yeah. coming up to the halftime, okay. See, that's where you're confusing me. You should correct. You use it. Correct that. Correct that. You said going into halftime. No. Yeah, no, no, no. I said about to go into halftime. No, you and said then going they into halftime. the touchdown. So throw, throw uh, challenge flag. Challenge flag. Challenge ugh. flag. We'll re- we'll rehear it. I anyway. mean, did you did you watch the game? Because I, I just explained what was happening in the game. Man, we're getting spicy with each other. Today. I this don't know good. what your confusion is. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Casino, I don't know, just had a a, a mental moment there. A where, <laughs> yeah. So, going into halftime, the Vikings wide receiver rips it out of the uh, uh, the 49ers' hands, scores a touchdown, missed the extra point. And when that happened, I was like, this is a nine-point game, which means this game is going to end where the 49ers kick a field goal and they win by one, and then everybody's going to be like, oh, I knew it. I knew it when he missed that extra point. And then at the end, the 49ers are driving down, and it's like the Vikings miss a field goal, and then the 49ers get the ball back. And I was like, that one fucking point is going to fuck them so hard. And then it, I, then I was like doing the math, and I was like, "Wait, this is a five point game. How like I hate how 
again, you just got confused by the numbers. When they were going down to score a touchdown, I was just like freaking out because I was like, oh, they're going to get a uh, touchdown and win by one. And then I was like, wait, they'd win by two. And then I was like trying to do the math in my head. But still, we're getting bogged down in the stupidest argument for this game, Casino. Uh, What did you think? It's what the fans want. So coming into this game, the 49ers lost just a game that when we're going to talk about the Browns Colts game, you scratch your head and you're like, how could this 49ers offense not move the ball against that Browns defense? And then you look at this game and it really makes you go, how uh, were the 49ers or how were the Vikings able to move the ball so easily against this 49ers defense without their number one wide receiver? Like people kept being like, oh, the 49ers didn't have Debo Samuel, didn't have Debo Samuel. That's half the games the 49ers play every season. They don't have Debo Samuel. The Vikings, on the other hand, have no Justin Jefferson. Hawkinson felt like he got every time he got hit, he was hurt and out Dude, for three. Every plays. time I watched Hawkinson get hit, I was just like, uh. And uh. then there was that one, uh, I think it was in like the third quarter where he got rolled up on in the back. And then I was mm-hmm. like, okay, now he's finally gonna be out of the game. And then he was in there like three plays later. So I mean, props to him because every hit he took just looked brutal. Like he was like down on the ground, holding his arm, holding his leg. And I was like, he's done. He's out. And then he'd be right back in there. So uh, when it comes to this 49ers team casino, what do you think they are now after two, two straight losses? I still think they're a good team. Uh, What they needed to figure out now is how to play with a banged up McCaffrey and without Debo Samuel, and I think they'll be able to do that. I know you hate Shanahan. I'm not a big fan, but I know you hate him. But I'll think they figure it out. Rated. Yeah, I think they'll figure it out. And and for Brock Purdy, a lot of people are like, oh, he's a sham. He's a sham. He's a sham. No, he's not a sham. He's lost two regular season games going since last year. He's not a sham. I, I think he's a good quarterback still. And yes, he was missing his his one of his security blankets, but – I feel like Shanahan didn't have a whole lot for him outside of them, outside of Debo and McCaffrey. I mean, McCaffrey didn't have that good of a game. He only had 45 rushing yards on 15 attempts. And 45 of it was on that, or I feel like 30 of it was on that one touchdown run he had, like where they were just broke free and was just wide open. Right. So, I mean, um, so like that, that doesn't help your passing offense. You know, we still got to know that like, Brock Purdy's still a rookie. Like, he's still going to figure things out. But to be as good as he is right now, I'll take that all day. If I'm a Niners fan, I, yeah, he had a bad game. Okay, I'll take that all day to have Brock Purdy from where he came from as a rookie to be where he's at all day. I'll, I'll take that all day. So yeah. I'm not worried about the night. I'm not worried about the Niners at all. I'll be honest. You know, this any this season's shown us anything is you know the NFL. It anything can happen. You know, we we try to say this team's better than this team all the time, but they're still professionals that uh, they're going to be fine. You know, and I will say this about Kirk Cousins: this may have been one of, if not his best. This may have been <laughs> his best uh, 
primetime game ever. Maybe uh, his best game ever. Like, I mean, yeah, he I mean was... it was really good. He, he played well, really well. Um, let me let me ask you this. So now I'm moving, talking, saying that I, this leads into this kind of a question. So Addison had a phenomenal game with Jefferson out. Do you think Kirk Cousins made Addison look good? Or do you think Addison just played really fucking well? I'll tell you what, I really think it was Kirk Cousins and just like the sh- the scheme they I dialed agree. up or whatever. I agree. Because... I mean, Addison still had to catch the balls. You know, he still had to catch. Um, yeah. But I think Kirk Cousins just balled out, man. I just think he balled out. Well, and you're right when it comes to Purdy. He's only played in 16 games. So he yeah. is technically he's a rookie. 14 and 2. He's, yeah, he's never, <laughs> he hasn't played a full season of football yet, unless you count which I don't think you should the playoff game where he got knocked out almost In immediately. First, yeah. So, so he's but, 14, he's 14 and two. Yeah. Like, now the I'm, concerning part with Purdy does come down to last year. And this is the same concern I have with Jalen hurts. And we'll get to that. But last year, all of the, what nine games he played in, he threw way long. This is he, segment one. <laughs> he threw 13 touchdowns, four interceptions. This year already, he's thrown three interceptions, all three of them coming in the last two games. Now, the Browns uh interception was again, I will give him some leeway in that game because it the weather, it was just a weird game. Uh the Browns defense, I still think is very legit, even though we'll get to them when they played the Colts. But the Vikings, I really don't think... And again, everybody's like, Purdy's a fraud, Purdy's a fraud. You just said it. That, that was the second game of his career he's ever lost. So I don't know why we immediately invalidate all the other ones he's won. Yeah, you know when he has one bad game? The, the, the Hall of Famers have bad games. It happens. <laughs> but the two picks he threw, both of them were rough. I mean, that no, second no, they one to, to seal the game, the announcers, and they showed the replay, it was like... Purdy, Purdy's eyes literally did not leave the one wide receiver he was going to throw to. And then he threw it and basically tripped the coverage. And right there, that is fixable. Yeah. You can work on that. It doesn't mean he's got a bad arm. It doesn't mean that he doesn't understand football. That's just, hey, check your options real quick. Check your options. You know, even if you want to go to this guy... Don't make it obvious. Check other options first and then just go to your guy if you want to go to your guy and just hope for it. Yeah. You know, those are things that he can learn. Uh, also, uh, when it comes to, uh, what is it, Kirk Cousins, I mean, mm-hmm. 35 for 45, 378 yards, two touchdowns, that one interception on like basically the first play of the game. But after that one interception, he's not a mobile guy, but the no, way yeah, he, he, had was... a, he had, he had, he had a negative one yard. so but uh (laughs) that the way he was moving around in the pocket and like there was that one uh uh play at the end of the game where the line literally collapses on him and everybody's like oh even the announcers were starting to say Kirk Cousins got sacked and he literally just runs out of the front of it keeps his eyes downfield and completes like a a first down for like 20 yards and everybody was like how the hell, like, he just came out of the pile, and I'll tell you what, Kirk Cousins, that Netflix documentary, all his interviews, uh, all the videos of him dancing or whatever, I he's, like, an extremely likable guy that everyone has just dubbed as, so, like, this. So down to earth. 
Yeah, like this bad quarterback. He's, he's so he's this... so down to earth as heck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and you know what? We can stop the discussions now. Kirk Cousins in this league with how many bad quarterbacks we see on a weekly basis, top 10 quarterback. I don't even think it's debatable at this point. What There's not 10 guys you would take over Kirk Cousins. I don't. You can throw in all the bad uh, primetime games. I see guys every Sunday have worse games than Kirk Cousins, but because it's on as I've a Monday said, or Thursday as night. I've always said he's the best mediocre quarterback to ever play the game. He's a top 10 quarterback. I like him. He's yeah. uh, I mean, he, he may be 10 for his whole career, but he's the best mediocre quarterback you'll ever get. Yeah. Um, and I'll take, I take him over Dak Prescott any day. All day. I don't know why this is. I will uh, all day. Um, so two things that I want to talk about that I, and I mean, we're way behind. We got to start rolling here, but I really yeah. liked the Addison Ward. I thought that was funny where like Ward got the interception like by ripping it out of Addison's arms. And then Addison got the touchdown by ripping it out of Ward's arms. Like <laughs> yeah. that was really funny. And then the other thing that I thought was really, it was just kind of impressive was when George Kittle um, got like rooted up underneath and he's like falling straight down on his head. And I thought he was going to like snap his neck, but yet he just puts his hands down. He does like a, like he's, he's falling yet. He's strong enough to, he literally put his arms down and did like a push up. <laughs> and stopped himself from like snapping his neck and i was like holy hell i'm weak because this little <laughs> this guy's literally falling out of the sky and he was like i'm just gonna do a push-up and not let my face touch the ground I'm like this is insane that uh, it was it was insane it was like if superman just came flying down <laughs> and was just like i'm just gonna like softly do a handstand push-up here I do think uh, last bit on the uh, uh, Niners. I think the only thing that would concern geez. me yeah, is we're, obviously we've behind. we've seen them win without uh, without Debo, without McCaffrey, without George Kittle, and uh, they were missing Trent Williams last night as well. So they know how to deal with injuries. I don't think they know how to deal with their defense not being elite because last night was the first last night and last week when PJ Walker kind of, he didn't light him up, but he did enough to obviously win them the game. Mm -hmm. uh, last night was the first time where they didn't feel like an elite defense you should be scared of because, and this will be the transition to the Dolphins and the Eagles game, but they were getting beat a lot, a lot, a lot on quick passes and screen passes. I mean, the Vikings, it felt like half their plays were screen passes that went for, 10 to 15 yards a pop because that 49ers defense is so aggressive. Like you can beat them on screens. Gotcha. And one of the two best or the two best teams in the league when it comes to screens are the Dolphins and Eagles casino. And let's move to that game. Dolphins Eagles last night or not last night. I'm sorry. Here's Sunday night. I'm going to, I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to go a little off book here because I know we're running out of time because I know this is going to take up the rest of our time. I already know it is. So I'm going to just jump real quick to number four on our list. Sneaky underdogs. We're just going to name them off because we don't have time to really kind of go through this today. So I just want to hit them. Uh, we have Steelers, Rams, Seahawks, Cards, Falcons, Bucks. Ram Steelers, I'm still over them. Rams, they're sneaky fun, but I don't think that they're underdogs. Under Chihuahuas, maybe? Yeah, but they're not pit bulls. I don't know. Uh, Seahawks, I like them. I think they're absolutely legit. 
I like Smith. He's re- resurrected his career. He's great. Cardinals suck. Um, <laughs> Bucks, I think they're right there where the Rams are. They're sneaky fun to watch. Baker Mayfield, I think, has turned his career around a little bit because I actually enjoy watching his games. Uh, but Falcons, I do think that they're right there with the Seahawks as underdogs. Your take. Just kind of going through those because I wanted to touch on that real quick. Uh, yeah, I think our commanders uh, in the playoffs pick is dead. Dead. I think potentially, especially at this moment, two playoff teams could come out of the NFC South. Two could come out of the NFC uh, West. The Vikings, who we just talked about, have a pretty easy schedule for the next maybe 10 weeks. So they might be a sneaky team that in a week NFC sneaks in as maybe the last wild card. They might even, I don't think they'll win that division, but they might get, uh, they might surpass the the Seahawks or Cowboys right now for that lead wild card spot. But yeah, I think when it comes to sneaky contenders, I think the Falcons would be my pick because I think when it comes to what wins as the years or as the year goes on, it's running game and defense, and they have the potential to. What have are you talking about? Running best. game doesn't exist. <laughs> well, yeah, but also. I don't know. I still haven't been able to read anything about why Bijan Robinson was activated for the game and on the sidelines, but they never used him in yeah. the game. It was like a weird, I don't know if it was an illness or a personal, whatever, but yeah. And they still won that game without right. him. I don't trust Ritter at all, but that's what I'm saying when it comes down to quarterbacks. I agree with you where. Rams are sneaky. I just don't think they have any defense whatsoever, but I love their offense. Uh, Seahawks uh, would probably be my second pick. And then who knows if the Vikings, if this was the spark that team needed, they could be dangerous in the playoffs. I mean, they have Justin Jefferson. Right. And then speaking of uh, running game, I like the Browns. Dude, uh, here's the thing. They, They keep getting injured and injured, and it sucks because Chubb's out four just got injured. Of course, I played him in fantasy and got wrecked <laughs> off that 16-8 yard run or whatever it was. But I did pick up Kareem Hunt, and it does fare well that Kareem has already got a, some good looks. And I, I, I like this Browns team. I think this Browns team is going to turn some heads still continuing going forward. They but they also, keep they, they they keep to keep finding if they if they lose Kareem Hunt as well, then they might be fucked. But um. I just wanted to kind of just blow through those real, real quick because I know we're going to spend the rest of the time on this Dolphin-Eagles game, which I really think is well-deserved to end this podcast episode. Yeah, I mean, there was a whole – I wanted to get through all these other sports, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, we kind of – we went a little long. We went but... 45 minutes on that one topic. So. <laughs> yeah, but also uh, when it comes to – and we can squeeze in Colts-Browns. We're going to be a separate topic, but obviously we'll just touch on it here. Did you see in that Browns game where Deshaun Watson basically attempted five passes? He gets hit and clears – apparently he cleared concussion protocol, but basically just told the team, like, I'm not coming back in. So again, we were talking about him for the past two, three weeks where he'd been medically cleared and the coaches were basically coming out and being like, we don't know why he's not playing. He just doesn't want to play. And then five games into his comeback game, he basically checks out of the game. Uh, Diz, 
we knew this was a bad idea from the beginning because everybody, when that contract was announced, was like, why the fuck are you giving Deshaun Watson that much guaranteed money? And he's obviously a scumbag. I think everybody would agree. Do you think that we have seen the last good Deshaun Watson game as a Brown? I'll say as like, a Brown. Like as a Brown? Yes. Uh, I mean, I think just overall, you won't get you won't get anything better than mediocre. Yeah. I kind of agree. Like at this point, he's already getting his money when he's in the game he is money all that money he's going to be paying out people (laughs) uh but we've seen him play one good game as a brown the other games he either hasn't played or is left early due to injury at this point if you're the browns don't you just with that elite defense obviously we've seen them plug and play you move off i think so too just set just sit him on the bench and be like you robbed us you want to just sit there and collect your money, like then do it. And everybody, it's not, he's not a sympathetic figure. Nobody's ever going to feel bad for Deshaun Watson, but I feel bad for Brown's fans. I don't feel bad for this Brown's team because their management was stupid enough to get in bed with a quarterback who every other team was like, why the fuck are you paying him money? But, uh, and then the last topic before we got to Dolphins Eagles, I was just going to say, uh, what is, and this will be just a quick one, Casino, what is the team that when they are on TV, you're like, I'm not watching this game? Is there one in the league right now? Uh, probably, probably the Packers. I, I, I have no interest in watching them. We uh, see because I like watching Broncos games because I like them losing, but I do think that Broncos Packers game may be the least interesting game. I've watched the first couple Packers like games, like where you know, just kind of oh, let's see what you know, see what love can do. And I'm just like, man, love can't throw the football downfield. And no, I, I didn't, I didn't look at his college recruiting videos, but apparently he wasn't able to throw downfield then as well. Like, he just doesn't improved at all. Uh-uh. yeah no i agree uh packers right now roughest watch and you have to feel bad for packers fans for the first time in 30 years i don't not feel bad for them just, just like people don't feel bad for the patriots and it's totally fine I, <laughs> yeah. I i get no i totally get it i mean they had two elite quarterbacks back to back like and then the patriots had a dynasty with brady playing for 1600 years I don't know how long he played, whatever, <laughs> but you know, and it's just like where I'm at with the Patriots. Like I, I'm just a Patriots fan that laughs right now and I'm just embracing, Hey, we're going to be bad for a while. Why? Because we were really good for a very long time. You know, that's, I don't feel bad for the Packer fans at all. They had a good time. They enjoyed it. You know, they should have won more, but you know what? Went in the playoffs, you know, yeah. Uh but okay, let's now jump okay. back to know, the we Dolphins. Have, you have what? Like 10 minutes maybe? Yeah. I have to go pick up my son from school. Uh but and then my other kid wouldn't go down for a nap. So kids ruin this podcast. We've we this has been known from the beginning. You know this is fans of this podcast. Uh but Casino, when it comes to Sunday night football, the Dolphins Eagles, why is it whenever the Eagles beat a team, all of a sudden the media will just start going, oh, clearly the Dolphins were a fraud. 
when are we going to start just being like, hey, maybe the team that went to the Super Bowl last year is still a pretty good no, team? They're not going to get any recognition. <laughs> they don't want to give them any recognition. Um, uh, the only thing that I could say this with this go around was, and you pointed it out to me, was penalties where Eagles had zero and Dolphins had 10. I yeah. mean, that's that's pretty, I, I even as that's pretty, fan, yeah, that's it. pretty outstanding. Like, but you know, that would be the only argument there, but no, because dolphins are not a sham. They are, but they aren't. They're good with, it comes to matchup. This is my take on this real quick. Cause I know you're going to rant the hell out of this. So <laughs> the dolphins, I think are a really good team. They're still a good, good team. Super Bowl contender for sure. They are fast. They have speed. They have weapons. They can slice and dice you every which way you can. However, it's hard to slice and dice a freaking what a tungsten cube with a goddamn, uh, I don't know, butter knife. <laughs> I don't know. And I was trying to think of a better way to put that. But they're, yeah. they're mean, about, to play, they're <laughs> about to, to play some, and they did with the Eagles, very physical teams. I mean, they got the Ravens coming up. You know, they've got... They've got teams that are going to, and, and and it showed versus the Bills. They have teams that are physical and going to play hard football against them. And they're going to slow this team down a little bit. Are they still a really high dynamic team? And I feel like this game would have been a lot closer if the penalties weren't one-sided. I still had the Eagles to win this game, but I mean, because I mean, that was two touchdowns right there. So I still had the Eagles to win this game, uh, but I thought it was going to be much closer than it was going to be or that, that it ended up being. But no, I think the Dolphins are still really good. They're not a sham. Um, uh, Colin Cowherd said it best when I was listening to his show. It's like they are a giant with a glass jaw. Like they are a formidable, formidable giant. They are a really good team. But you hit them in the right spot with some power, you're going to make them fumble. You're going to make them wobble a little bit. If you ever watch boxing, you see that good one punch across the chin and they're going to wobble. They're not out of it, but they're still doing this. That's what happens when you have a very strong physical team against a team with speed. You have to find a way to get that speed unhinged. Like, like or you, you uh, yeah, you got to unhinge it. You got to let it go. You got to get away from all that. Um, yeah, pretty much. That. I do think it'll be That's interesting. There's three games the Dolphins have left on their schedule where I do think we will get to see if they can hang with other teams that are elite to good. So the last, the three teams they are still have on their schedule, they have dolphins uh, chiefs, but it's in, it's not this weekend, it's next weekend, but it's in Germany or London at like six 30 in the morning, which why they would make this game. One of those games, I have no fucking idea, but then they play Cowboys Christmas Eve. And then the week after that Ravens, so gotcha. if I, they can, I, they're they're going to get some physical teams. Yeah. So and I think doll or I think Cowboys are physical. Ravens are obviously physical. That Chiefs defense is. Uh, so and speaking physical. of defense, this is the last thing I wanted to touch on uh, about the Eagles. The Miami's run game that's helped them tremendously transitioning into their offensive game was gone. Was gone. Yeah. I that Eagles defense, that run defense. Where what are the Eagles run defense? Are, they have to be in the top three. I believe last time we talked about it, they were the number one yeah, rush defense. They, in the league, right? they absolutely, yeah, they, still are. yeah, they stuffed 
not just stuck. They shoved the ball backwards um, on that run, that run offense. For so the, you uh, bring it up their, their rush defense rushed it. The lions right now are number two in the league, allowing 76.3 yards uh, a game in rush yards allowed. The Eagles are number one, allowing uh, less than 63 yards. Ooh. So, so the good. second place is allowing 13 more yards than the Eagles are in first place. So again, uh, we always talk about when it comes to this Eagles team, they're always built from the inside out. So their offensive line. Hey, I just has, watched that movie today. <laughs> there you go. So their offensive line is probably at this point, number one or two in the league in terms of units, right? They have, mm-hmm. And they always have uh, because of Jeff Stoutland and Stoutland University and blah, 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 blah. And they always spend high first and second round picks on their O-line and their D-line. Because their D-line is also, like we just said, the number one rush defense in the league. So and good. Uh, They're so the, good. They did it so effortlessly. Watching well, the way game. also they were able to stop this Miami uh, uh, high-powered offense was just getting pressure on Tua. Like Tua is accurate when he has time to pass, but when that flow is interrupted and they get knocked off that timing, like you saw what happened. They just couldn't get the ball to a hill. They couldn't do their explosive plays. And then when he is given time, it was the Darius Slay interception. And also this game ended 31 to 17. It could have been 40 if uh, at the end they didn't, uh, what is it? They went for... Or they could have, they were like on the five yard line and decided to kneel out the game. And then there was a field goal, I think they also gave up. But it was like uh, the way the Eagles won this game was just across the board being more physical. I don't think the Dolphins are a sham, but I do think with their running back, uh, Akane, is he out for the season or is he just out for a couple weeks? I think not sure. Out- weeks but i think when he comes back they have the ability to run the ball their defense is uh good i don't think they're great but i think i don't think the dolphins are a sham but can we start giving the eagles some type no. of flowers? no like, and not until jalen hurts wins the super bowl yeah and even then we'll question they're like six and one and you listen to people talk about them on television and they're just like, Oh, well, you know, they haven't really played a good game. They haven't done all this kind of stuff. And then it's just like, why is that a detriment? They haven't played a good game and they're six and one. Why are we talking as if it's like they haven't played a good game. So they're bad. I would much rather not have played a good game and be six and one than play seven great games and be three and three. Right. It's just like, I don't understand that narrative, but again, no one likes us. We don't care. That's basically the Eagles motto for this particular reason. Uh, I know you're leaving. So um, you want to stay on casino and talk about, uh, no, I was just going to, I was just going to see like maybe um, like tomorrow, early, early morning or something like that. Cause I have a, I have a dental appointment, but if we want to do like a quick, like 30 minute show on all the other sports, like, baseball hockey you know all the yeah, all the well, other things well game we'll 7 is tonight and i actually had a uh, a stat that i wanted to run by you cuz i saw this and it blew my fucking mind uh the phillies i know the, the phillies at home stat i know well the phillies no not not just at home the phillies who became a baseball team in 1883 
and are playing in their 101st season as a franchise have never played in a game seven in their entire fr- history oh, franchise. That's fun. Have never played in a game seven. So right, tonight, I'm going to win trivia next week. Thank you. There you go. Tonight is the first game seven the Phillies have ever played in the history of their so franchise. they're going to be I undefeated they- in game seven? All right. And my kid is up. That is my cue. Uh, This has been the Only Sports Podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino. Adios.